like I can be on the farm covered in dirt and in gumboots. Like I had sick gumboots. I yeah. had like hunter gumboots, you know, which are like designer fucking gumboots. Yeah. You know, like everyone else is just wearing like shit blundstone gumboots. Yeah. And I've got like the sickest <laughs> gumboots, you know. Right. So Don't you know even <laughs> where I got these gumboots <laughs> like, from? Hello, you know. Duh. Like so they're like the LVs of yeah. like the gumboot world. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And even though I was like out in the middle of nowhere where nobody gave a fuck. Yeah. You know, like I was still fashionable to the extent like I was still a bit of a brand junkie you know yeah, like yeah. I still had to have the best shit yeah you but know? you also stopped caring about yourself because I didn't I did a lot of shit like I bleached my own hair and it was fucking orange like <laughs> I look back at photos of myself and I'm just like what were you thinking mm. like I made a lot of decisions uh, that I probably wouldn't to make the rest of us you know yeah. Yeah. had you not even been on the um you know on in that position you'd still make you know maybe yeah maybe maybe i still would have made those terrible decisions i don't know and to be honest i was kind of used to living without like i don't know how much time you've spent in like cambodia or southeast asia but it's generally not the most fashionable place on earth Mm -hmm. anyways yep like you think i've come from three years there too so yeah so how long were you actually like um in melbourne before you decided to move in with him oh not long not long at all like i think i came home in november yeah i think i came home in november and i moved in with him like earlier that next year wow you know so it was all super super quick crazy yeah and then um i want to know how Mm -hmm. did you like what how often was he home and then how often was he at work he was at work like a lot like he was probably home once i started working too like i would just work all the time yeah like the boss would be like oh there's a weekend Don't you shift. think that was weird who then? wants to work a night yeah. shift and i'll be like i'll do it i'll yeah. do it you know because i just didn't want to be at home yeah you know don't you think that that's already a red flag oh definitely that by that didn't stage want to be at home? when i was in <coughs> my like new life working that was when i really felt like i need to like get out of here mm. you know like i can't this place is not for me this person is not for me yeah um i need to get out of here i did still stay so i did leave a couple of times Um, how did you leave what happened i always went back i would go and stay down at my mum's house one day we had a big fight and i remember packing all my shit in my car and being like i'm leaving i'm like driving off down the road and then he called me like an hour later and was like begging me please come back please come back i miss you you know we'll sort it all out yeah we'll make life easier for you blah 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 and then stupid me would go back and then nothing would change yeah you know um eventually he convinced me to quit that job in eden yes for because aged care is like physically demanding you know like my shifts would start at 6 30 in the morning yeah and i had to drive an hour to get to work in fucking minus four degrees as well so i'd have to leave i'd be left home by like five o'clock in the morning yeah, driving on this road in the middle of nowhere yeah. you know to get to yeah. work and aged care is not fucking easy guys it it's was not easy it was physically job. emotionally <coughs> demanding yeah. everything and then i'd get home 
and his kids would be there, for example, and I, then I'd have to cook them fucking dinner, yep. you know, when they're not even my kids. And yeah. I'd been at work all day, yep. you know. So, yeah, it was just constant battle. Yes. Um, and eventually he found me a job in the other yeah, town, the but opposite direction. The twist is that when he got <coughs> me that job mm-hmm. that you thought was coming out of care and the kindness of his own no. fucking yep, black yep. heart. Yep. Um, yep. You thought that that was, you know, him looking after you. Of course, yeah, because yep. I was like physically, emotionally yep. drained from working but with here's these the old thing. people. These fucking people, these psychotic I fucks. got that job, he was like, oh, and by the way, now the kids are coming to live with us. Yes. And they're going to go to school in this town and can you pick them up? From school, <laughs> can you drive? And By can the you way, drive them to school every how day? How convenient is it that you've just got a job where the kids go to school? And yes, that's the thing. That like that's the thing. The psychotic thing is he's a. F- they weren't my fucking kids. He's <laughs> <laughs> such, such a fucking mind fucker mm-hmm. because he. That's what they do. Mm-hmm. He didn't want you far away, yep. so he's you know, twisted this whole situation and not told you mm-hmm. that his kids were moving in with him. Yep. Surprise. Which, like, wasn't that, like, red flag? Like, actually, he made his kid, he made his kid actually tell me that he was moving in with him. So, the kid would have been, oh, wow. this wasn't long before I left. This yep. would have probably been, like, not even eight months before I left, I don't reckon. And the kid would have been yep. 14. And he yeah. came into work one day because he was always coming into my new job at lunchtime. Yeah. You know, he'd be there oh, when it was hey. time for me to leave. You me. know, like, yeah. oh, how come you're not ready to go home yet? It's like five o'clock. You know, you should be ready to go by now. Did you like, like that new job better than your Oh, no, nah, not really. I preferred my old job better. I liked the people better. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because, oh, right. That's it. I remember now. Because you told me that the people that you were actually working with... Mm were actually his mates. They were all on his side. Yes. Yeah, so even oh, when I left, so right, so I left that up. job. It fucked yeah. it. So when I left, my boss at that job, I got along with him really well, right? Yes. He was a couple of years younger than me. Yep. He was a quite a good-looking bloke, married with two kids, Damn three it. kids even, right? Yep. But we got along really well, had a yep. really good connection with each other, right? When I left, he... My ex rang this guy who was my old boss and told him, no, rang this guy's wife (laughs) and told her that I was having an affair (gasps) with that guy and that's why I left left the job and that's why I left town because we were on together and I'm like... What the actual fuck? fuck. Because my old yes. boss messaged me when I was in Melbourne and he's like, are you all right? Because your ex has been in touch with my wife and said that we're on together. And I'm like, what the fuck? That is fucking crazy. Yeah. Like, I'm so fucking what sorry. fucking sicko. Yeah, so oh then even God. not only did he, like, try and control my life when I was with him, but yep. then once I left him, he tried he to, tried to control my life and my yeah. reputation when I wasn't even there to defend yeah, myself. He's a nasty you know? fucking... Yeah. Super narcissist. Yeah. Super, like, yep. psychotic almost. So, you so know? then you quit your lovely job with people who were supportive. Oh, wait, but I want to know... Mm-hmm. Your life's so interesting now. I want to know when you were with 
the girls that you were working at in that the the childcare aged yep. care place yep. that yep. you loved so much. Yeah. Um, and they were telling you about how funny and amazing you were. Mm-hmm. Um, and did they tell you anything? Did they were they good enough friends to say, "Hang on, something's not right here"? Um, they or were didn't you just so like stupid and delusional that you never? I never really showed a lot of that life to them. Yeah. You know, I was really embarrassed by it. Yeah. So I didn't yeah. really sort of. Say yeah. Like sometimes I would turn up to work and I'd be like so fucking tired because he would happen to start an argument at fucking three o'clock in the morning, knowing full well that I had to be up at four, you know, but he'd be like, oh, why have you got the fucking electric blanket on? We haven't got enough power. Oh. The power machine's beeping, blah, blah, blah. And I'd be like, like, and then it'd create a big fucking fight. Such so I'd like turn yep. up to work, like with Super fucking tired. like being crying, yeah. like so tired, like, oh, I fucking hate my life, you know? Yep. Yep. And they would always be kind of suspicious that something was going on, but they wouldn't, push me to talk about it you yeah. know and I just yeah, buried yeah. myself in work and I didn't they're not like, like me I'm just like you know, what's going on dun, dun, dun. but I'm a different got a different personality now too you know yeah. like then I was like oh, I don't Did know like quiet? I was more in my shell and I was just like I said I just buried oh, yeah, myself in work you know yeah yeah anyone to yeah see what you're like yep. you wanted to be better off and it was looking after old people who like seriously had bigger problems than i did yeah you know yeah. so it was like oh who gives a shit about me you yeah. know like let's fix this old person whose life's falling Lovely. apart you yeah. know yeah see you are a nice person Mason. oh of course i am that. yeah you're definitely right. definitely yeah. That's just nice. takes a little while to realise it. I think you all. have to be in aged care for the right reasons, and you are in aged care for the right. You can't reasons. be in if you're in aged care for the money or the fame or the glory. The like <laughs> you're in the wrong fucking so industry. Like seriously, yeah. you're not going to get any. Like the the night shift and the weekend penalty rates are pretty good, but um, yeah, it's a tough gig, and you really have to be in it to um, help old people have a better life okay. when they're dying. So. You had these awesome girls that you left for yep. some unknown reason because yep. you were brainwashed. Yep. Um, <laughs> it's like I love mm-hmm. how I'm just like saying the story and it's like, he did this to you. He uh-huh. did that because I hate him so much. Uh-huh. Um, and then you, he would pop in and out of your new workplace, which mm-hmm. was like around the corner from him, yep. I assume. Yep. And you would drive his kids to and from. To and from school. Yep. And then how long did that go on for? Uh, that Honestly, that didn't last for very long. That probably would have lasted for about, I reckon, two terms at school. And then it was by the end of those two terms, it probably would have been the Christmas school holidays. And they were staying with us for the six weeks. So the house was so small, right? It's a two-bedroom wooden shack in the middle of fucking nowhere with a separate kitchen. So the kitchen's kind of like outside, you know. Um, and you've got fucking nothing there. When it rains, it's all just covered in mud everywhere. Um, so they'd been living with us full time in mm-hmm. that two-bedroom shack. So three kids in one bedroom that are 13, yeah. 14 and 15 mm-hmm. years old um, living in that one bedroom. How many bathrooms? Um, we had an ensuite, but their bedroom, their bathroom was outside. Mm-hmm. So they had to literally outside. go outside in the freezing cold, yep, to go to the toilet. Um, his kids yeah mm. yeah yeah okay but how did they share two bedrooms what you guys had a bedroom and then they we had, had a bedroom and then bedroom. they had one bedroom between the three of them 
So they had a bunk bed, which was like one single bed on top and a double bed underneath. Yeah. And then it would always be a battle, like, <laughs> like, you imagine, like, 13 and 14, yeah. 15, and they're all in the one yeah. fucking bedroom. Yeah. You know, they're never going to sleep, like, ever. And there's ever. no privacy for them as well, so they can't even, you know, do anything. Can't have their own space, they can't have their own stuff, you yeah. know. Um, but it was just never an option for him to, yeah. to invest in the place or make it bigger or... You know, like he just all didn't. All the shit that he promised all you. All the shit that he promised in the meantime. Yeah. So you said that the abuse wasn't physical. No. Until the very end. Yep. Um, but I want to know, um, so you basically worked at this place. Yep. With him. Yep. Well, not with him, but with him constantly around. Yep. And he was happier about that obviously uh, yeah he was happier about that but then I think I quit coming up to the Christmas holidays because we had to have the kids over the holidays mm. and I couldn't take any time off from that job because I hadn't had any annual leave or anything like that so why did you quit I quit that job so that I could focus on looking after the kids full-time on the farm oh my god God, you so idiot. Dumb. Oh, you fucking so dumb, dumb How long did you do that for? How long did I look after the kids full time on the farm? Yes. Um, well, that started at the start of the Christmas holidays, school holidays for the kids, right? So they were on holidays all that time. Yeah. So you'd been with him for about six, seven years now? Oh, longer. That was no. up to this was up, this and is then when I it was left almost the end. that yep. January. I can remember the exact date. It was Australia Day in two thousand and sixteen. Mm -hmm. I left. Yeah. So the kids were with us all those last two terms of that previous year. They were with us all the whole school holidays. The mum didn't want to have anything to do with them. Yep. Um, then we took them down to their grandma's house. We drove down in my little car, so there was me, him, and three fucking kids in the back of that little Suzuki Swift. Yeah. Which was just like an absolute nightmare. Yep. We went, we left the kids with his grandma and we went out for, with his mum, sorry, and we went out for dinner with my mum at the casino. Mm -hmm. And I basically lost the plot in this, like he was, he was giving me shit for something at dinner, like, oh, you know, why are you eating oysters? You never eat oysters. It was something really small. Yeah. And I, like, fucking lost it. Just yep. started crying and yep. stormed out of the restaurant, you know. Because um, he knows how to get under your skin. Yeah, totally. Like, you. always pick, pick, yep. pick, push buttons, push buttons, push yep. buttons, mm -hmm. you know. Like what else did he say? Tell me all the things that he said. Uh, Tell me all the sweet things that I he I can't whispered. really remember it. I kind of just wrote it off, you know. Like, it's like, oh, I haven't got room in my brain for any of that <laughs> shit. You know, that was a waste of fucking time. But it must have been so mentally, like, draining. Oh, well, by the time I got... By the time we actually broke up and I moved back to my mum's house, I was a fucking nervous wreck. Yeah. Like, any little thing. Yeah. And I would just... I remember having an argument with my mum when I was back there. And I fully... My mum just got brand new blinds in her new apartment, which yeah. she loved. And I had, like, a big, massive, disposable coffee cup full of coffee. And I had an argument with her and I just picked up the coffee cup and just smashed it at the, like, it went all yeah. white blinds. She got white blinds. Yeah. And I just put all coffee, yeah. big coffee stain all over them, you know. Yeah. It was just like any tiny little thing would just yeah. throw me into this big, like, rage, you yeah. know. Why, why do you think that? Because of constantly having someone fucking peek at you all the time. 
you know, like it just ruins you. I was just like an absolute nervous wreck, yeah. you know. I was like way worse off than what I started out yeah. <laughs> there yeah. in the first you were place. You like, brat before yeah, and now totally. you're just like, yeah. you know. Yeah. And then I was just like a total, just a total nervous wreck. Nervous wreck. Like I think of it as like a full-on mental nervous breakdown. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's, that's what, what it was. was. Yeah. You know. Um, and I think you were trying to deal with everything that had happened and like the failure. And I failed. Yeah. Like I failed. Here I am. Like I was, that day when I left, I was like, whatever I was, 38 years old, um, at my mum's house with my shit in garbage bags yeah. like all I had was a pile of clothes that's yeah. all I had to show for my life at yeah. that age you know and I was a mess yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry mum I'm so sorry like you know <laughs> oh my god tell them about the story about how you got your garbage bags and then you saw the last person you ever wanted to see about how I got the garbage bags and I saw the last well, like that actual day when I actually yes. left when you left yeah, yeah so um yeah, so we had Did he ever physically abuse you first? Massive fight. So we had this massive fight in yeah. Melbourne. My mum came out at the casino that night and she's like, Marissa, you have to... Something's not right in this situation, you know? She's like, you have to leave. Yeah. You just have to, you know? Yeah. And she's so like, I don't So your mum and your care. dad did tell you Well, things. yeah, after yep. 10 years, you know, yep. but anyway. And I like um, how your dad said to you when you said to him, I'm, I've hit rock bottom, mm. and your dad said to you, you haven't hit rock bottom because yep. if you did, you wouldn't still be here. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And I love yep. that. Yeah. See, because they were observing it all from the outside yep. and they knew, they knew and they knew that there was something wrong. Like, and I guess they were just sort of waiting to pick up the pieces, yep. you know, like, mm-hmm. which is really, I really can't expect them to do much else. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So went back to the farm I said to him that I wanted to have a break from the kids because I'd been they'd been there for like what seemed like 400 years straight Mm -hmm. I'm like can't we just drop them off at their mum's house on the way home so we can have a break like this is just too much you know um and he was like no no they're staying with uh they're staying with us I don't want to drop them back at their mum's it was just like this pressure inside my brain and then we had a massive argument. I can't even remember what it was again. It was a, would have been about something fucking stupid. Like, I wanted to sleep in and he woke me up at, like, 6 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Um, and then I just fucking lost it because I was that destroyed by that stage. I'd just lose it about everything. Yeah. Um, so, I lost it. I pushed him into, like, the wardrobe. And, by the way, he's, like six and a half foot tall and about 110 kilos heavy so he's a pretty big man Mm -hmm. um um i pushed him into the wall he pushed me back yeah i like that you you know you admit that you did your you played your part everyone has to take responsibility you know Mm -hmm. like i was so frustrated there's no point in me saying like for me even like i don't even think of it as physical abuse for me you know because i I don't know, I feel like I have to take responsibility for the situation. I contributed, you know. I stayed there. Yeah. I could have left. I had so many opportunities to leave. Yeah. Um, but it was almost as if I was, like, he's psychologically abusing me, but it's almost as if by staying, I'm psychologically abusing him as well. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. 
right. and then you pushed him and then blah, 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 Yeah, so then I pushed him, he pushed me. It was like this big fucking... It's just a toxic relationship come to this big explosive, like, head, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and when he pushed me back, because he's a big dude and pretty fucking strong, and I'm obviously not, like, a wrestler or strong, <laughs> like, at all. Yeah. Um, so when he pushed me back, I hit my head on the wall and I fell on the ground, which is probably a bit of an overdramatic, like, I probably didn't need to fall. But anyway, <laughs> I did. And then when I was on the ground, like, he fucking lost it. I could see it in his eyes. Yeah. He was a completely different person and yeah. he wanted to fucking kill somebody. Like, yeah. he wanted blood. Yeah, he You know, it didn't yeah. matter whether it was my blood or the dog's blood or the fucking bird's blood yeah. outside that he mm-hmm. shoot with the gun. You know, it was like he just wanted to fucking hurt somebody. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah. Yeah, and fortunately, that lucky day, that person was me that he um, wanted to hurt. So... Um, he kicked me and like did break like my ribs like he kicked oh, me so hard yeah. and I couldn't breathe for like weeks and weeks afterwards I remember oh swimming God, in the water just like, <laughs> you know yeah. yeah it was pretty bad but I buried it all I hid it all yes. from everyone because I was embarrassed to yes. talk about it it's you like know? when you hate something so much you forget it and you 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 trick your brain just to forget it push it down you know yeah. like it didn't happen you know like oh I'm so fine yeah and uh so then he after that i got up off the ground because i could see his face and the look in his eye and i'm Mm. like i need to get the fuck out of here because if i don't get out of here something bad that i can't reverse is gonna happen were you just in shock like did you know that you're probably in shock Mm yeah but i knew that was that the first time he's been physical absolutely yeah definitely yeah Yeah. okay yeah so he was Um, he was abusive verbally and yep, like psychologically, psychologically and yep. then he now this was when he was physical yeah yeah i yep. sort of feel like that was the day that either he showed me his true colors or i saw his true colors yeah you know he, i also saw a lot of my own true colors too that yeah. day you know um but i just had this feeling that i had to get out of there because something was going to happen that i couldn't take back you know that I couldn't change, so his lives wow. were going to be Do you fucking destroyed. Like that you could have died, you know, or he could have died. You know, like <laughs> I wouldn't have even passed me in that mental yeah. state. You yeah, know, yeah. like who's I was going to lose it and fucking stab him in the head yeah. with a knife. You know? Okay, or yeah, like, yeah. He like, lost it because he lost control you know? of you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I shoved what I could into garbage bags and yep. still to this day my regret is that I didn't bring all my clothes with me because oh I had no. so many clothes like just years and years of collections of clothes yeah. that I left there but whatever apparently yep. your life is more important than clothes um so <laughs> yeah. I packed all of that shit into garbage bags and I left and I drove down the driveway and I just remember like even though he'd hurt me so badly yeah I just remember it being like one of the most heartbreaking decisions of my whole life yeah. to drive out of there you know of because I had spent all this time and failed mm-hmm. at something that I really wanted to succeed at. Yeah. Um, and I had nothing to show for it besides this fucking terrible story that yep. I didn't really ever want to tell anyone. Yeah. You know, because, like, how fucking embarrassing. Yeah. Um, and as I was driving out the driveway, like, and I'm a blubbering mess at this stage. I've got broken ribs. I can't fucking breathe. Yep. I'm, like, crying. <laughs> Yeah. I'm listening to 
listening to Adele in the car. <laughs> like, what's that? Um, that we oh. could have had at all. Hello, oh, no, no, where no. are you? <laughs> Whatever that fucking sad, yeah. miserable song oh, is, no. you know. And I'm like, crying. I think at that point, any love song would have just triggered it. <laughs> triggered. It's like a blubbering mess. <laughs> and I'm driving in my little Suzuki down the road. And lo and behold, who's coming the opposite way? Yeah. My fucking dad and my baby sister, yep. who was only like three or four years yep. old at that stage. The one stage. that took all your limelight? Yeah, the one that stole life. my yeah. whole life, you know, yep. like ruined my whole life. Yeah, um, that put you in that situation yeah, totally, to begin yeah. with. Yeah, like it was all her fault, you know, I'm and surprised. there she is, you know, right on cue, you know. And all like, young, I fresh. stop because I have to stop, you know. Yep. Like I can't not stop. Yeah. And um, dad's like, oh. Are you like obviously sensing that um, something serious is going on? Um, are you okay? And I'm like, and he's not really into dealing with these emotional yeah. things like that, you know. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm fine. I'm going to mum's house. <laughs> I have to leave. <laughs> and he's like, oh, you should stay. Come and stay at my place for a bit. And I'm like, no, I just have to go. I've got to get away from here because otherwise I'll just go back and I'm never going back. <laughs> <laughs> thinking oh she's just gonna see me as this yeah. like emotional wreck. what does she say to you she can't see any of that you know yeah. she can't even say my name she calls me rooster you know and she's oh, like, she goes hi rooster are you coming to our place <laughs> or like something random like that you shut know? up you little like, bitch I'm just, like, in my head, just thinking, like fuck you can't you see how upset i am <laughs> and you want to smile and laugh at me with your stupid perfect hair <laughs> <laughs> you took everything away from me. Everything. Oh, your fault. <laughs> oh my god, it's just like so dramatic. So, um, yeah. From that, I drove off, and I drove like. Yeah. Do you think you know, it was a good decision that you went further away from it's him? It's the best decision I ever made yeah. in my whole life. You know? <laughs> um, when I was on my way home, my dad's also got an apartment up in um, a house up in Cairns, and my brother lives up there as well. Yeah. Um, and when I was actually driving down to my mum's house that day, my brother rang me and said, "Oh, do you think you might want to come up and stay in Cairns for a little while so you can like get over this? Mm. You know, because the whole family's talking about this behind." my back unbeknownst yeah. to me you know yeah. like as soon as I drive off from dad dad rings mum and it's like oh, I've seen Marissa on the road you know <laughs> she's on her way down to your place yeah. you know and then mum rings my brother and it's like oh my god she's finally left him she's yeah. on her way here yeah, you know yeah. and my brother's like oh maybe she should come up to Cairns for a little while yeah. and he literally rang me when I was down on my way down there and said do you want to come up and stay at dad's for a bit and I'm like oh that would be so good yeah um and I think that was on a Wednesday and I think my mum booked my flight up to Cairns for the Friday mm. so I stayed with mum Wednesday night Thursday night but you had no money because you'd quit your job had no money you had nothing my job yeah um I was just fortunate that I've always been in a position where my parents would look after me yeah yeah you know you've got <coughs> great family yeah yeah, yeah. Like, a lot of people aren't in that position, you know. Some people with no money, no job, like, what do they do? Yeah, their you parents know? can't help them. Exactly. Yeah. You know, their parents aren't going to fly them one way up to Cairns, yeah. you know, for, like, a, just a six-month holiday while they get their shit sorted out. Yeah, yeah, you know? absolutely. Yeah. So, so, yeah, that was the that was the big um, 
toxic blowout. That's the result of being in a toxic relationship for 10 years, dudes. Don't do it. Like, <laughs> don't, don't do it. <laughs> if you, if know. you see some red flags, like, pay attention to those red flags because yeah. they're sort of there for a reason. Yeah. Yep. You know, don't just... What are the red flags? Oh, if you feel something's wrong, like, you know. Yep. You know in your head that you're ignoring something. Yeah. You know, you know when you're making the wrong decision. Like, don't just... Don't just ignore those things. Yeah. No. I think that if you're with someone who doesn't make you feel good someone, about yourself. Exactly. If you're with someone that tries to discourage you from doing things that you want to do, even if they're outlandish. Like, Kelly, you have some of the most ridiculous ideas ever, but your partner oh, is Jesus. just like... <laughs> 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 like this podcast, for example. Um, <laughs> yes. And he's well, like... And he's, he's so just sweet. like, he goes, no, yeah, baby, yeah, why you not, should babe? do that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, for sure, like, collect Coles minis, you know? Yes. Like, who cares, you know? Yes. Yeah, get my mates to give you Coles minis, yes. you know? Yes, he like, does. He makes his staff and all his yep. employees. Yep. He goes, you guys don't fucking come back from Coles without those Coles minis yep. for my fucking girlfriend yep. or else you're all fired. Yeah, see, super, super supportive. supportive yeah. Which is exactly what you need, yes. you know? Not Anything... If it, they don't support your Coles minis, dump them, guys. Yeah, just get rid of them because yep. Coles minis are important. Yes, it like is. so important. It's you know? detrimental to my happiness. I just need the little Makona. I just Same. need it. I spent 20 bucks extra on my groceries at Coles <laughs> on the weekend because I wanted the Coles minis. You know, And I was so disappointed because I got two shit ones. Oh, I was like, But we're swapping. This. We're swapping, but, so yeah, it's all right. I'm going to swap okay. and get better ones, so, yeah. yeah. That's um, the moral of the story. Yeah, that's it. Uh, so we know that was a really long episode, guys. Yeah. Um, but so it's a really long story. Yeah, you can't really leave bits out either. No, but like I said, I think it's a good story to, you know, tell girls, even young girls, even yep. your sister. Yeah. You know, like yep. when they grow up, I want them to to be aware be yourself and like don't hold grudges against your family your family is like so oh you think was that the whole moral of the story yeah (laughs) definitely that's the biggest thing that i learned about all of it because the only person that i really hurt in the whole scenario was myself yeah you know so tell them about how you got to that point where you decided that this whole thing against your dad was so it came dumb. with a lot of um, drinking and stuff. I moved up to Cairns and basically lived in my dad's house that he'd set up with his wife. And it's got like all these big, massive, um, stretched out canvases of my baby sister when she was born and my dad holding her like tiny head and her tiny feet, you know. Stupid bitch. And I was like <laughs> so confronted by all of that stuff, you know. Um, and it took like a lot of drinking sessions with my brother. Um, of me like constantly losing it just crying and going I'm so angry at dad how could he do this to us like still wasn't over it and one night my brother shook me by the shoulders and said to me you've got to get the fuck over this like you're being an idiot Mm. there's no point in holding on to this shit you need to grow the fuck up and get over it did people try to tell you that um or it just never sunk in it just never really sunk in you know um I don't know, it never really it never really sunk in that I was being an idiot about it until that time where I just looked at it and I just thought, I don't know, like I realised my parents were human. It took me a long time to figure that oh, out. Did you? Oh, 
Oh, they're <coughs> living, breathing people. That's why when people feelings. tell me I'm so smart, I don't really get it. You know, it's like, do you know my story? You still think I'm smart? Like, are you kidding? That's like the fucking dumbest decision yeah. you could ever make in your life. Yeah. Um, but I realised that my parents were human. Um, my little sister would never hate me for anything. Like, she loves me because... She doesn't know any different. She just knows yeah. me as her sister. So you innocent. know, yeah. so super innocent. And every time she sees me, she just loves spending time with me, and she just thinks I'm the best thing out. You know, um, and that really showed me that how thick blood is, like yeah. how important your family is, and how I should probably have that love for my parents as well. Yeah, you know. Um, so it took kind of I don't know, like after um, like over ten years of mentally torturing myself for it it was just kind of like I flicked a switch off and I was just like eh, you know what I'm not going to be angry about that shit anymore I'm yeah. gonna like spend time with my family and create memories and yeah yeah I just got over it yeah. <laughs> really? wow how easy was that <laughs> so right? easy so mm. easy that's good yeah. no that's an amazing story I love it that's why I thought oh, that same. like I should share it with everyone <laughs> I'm going to start my own memoir. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> By Kelly. Kelly. Yeah. 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 I'll probably give you a 10 percentage. Oh, you 10%. Know. Yeah. Wow. So generous. Yeah. yeah.
Okay, and that's the end of the episode. I don't know what we're going to talk about in the next episode, but um, right, who cares? Would you believe I still have more stories, or is that hard to believe? No, that wouldn't be hard to believe because I think there's so much. If you guys have any questions about Marissa's story, yeah, please let us know. Yeah, yeah happy to talk or about tell it. us your story. Yeah, because we love to. You know, and I think it's so good to get it out there and, yep. you know, I want my little sister to grow up and be a strong, independent bitch, yep. you know, and not, like, take anybody's shit, not mm-hmm. take any guy's shit. And if we all just, you know, share our stories, these fuckers can't get away with it. No, They right. can't get away with, you know, treating us the way they do and, mm. you know, um, blah, blah, blah. I'm so hungry. I'm so hungry too. Yep. I'm starving. We're going to go. Yep. Um, and I need to pee so bad. Yeah. Just, yeah. You know, don't hold grudges. That's no. it. Don't yep. Life's too short. Life's too short for grudges. Life's too Doesn't fucking short. Doesn't matter what happens, move on. Family's important, you know. Forgive yourself. Forgive everyone else. Yeah, forgive people. And, like, you know, just fucking get over it, all right? Whatever you're holding on to, get the fuck over it. Yeah. Um, and that's about it. We're going to... Um, uh, probably talk more about how did he ever call you to ask for you back oh yeah totally yeah, yeah definitely yeah. yeah and you just yeah. didn't come back this time what no. was different this time no. um when i was out with my brother one night he was like you can't fucking go back to him like i don't care what happens you're not going back and my brother suggested that i go and get a tattoo on my hand which mm-hmm. is which i did which means life after wallagra which was the place where i was with him yeah um, and he said to me, every time you ever think about going back, look at that tattoo on your hand and remember all the shit that you've been through and yeah. how far you've come. That's lovely. Um, and I can remember him calling me. He called me lots of times, sent me photos of his new house that he was living in with the kids. Oh, wait, your ex, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Like, oh, life's so much better now. You know, I'm sorry. We should, you should come back. You know, like, it's so much easier now. We live in a house with power, you know, you wouldn't have to work <laughs> so hard. Have you yeah. heard of it, Marissa? It's yeah, called electricity. Right. Yeah. Um, oh, and I basically, I felt there was one point where I was in the car and I was alone. I didn't have anyone to encourage me not to listen to his shit. And I really felt myself, those feelings creeping back in where I felt sorry for him. And I thought for like a millisecond, oh, maybe if I went back, we could make it work. And mm-hmm. I remember crying by myself in the car and looking down at my hand and seeing that tattoo there and just being like, nah, yeah. I'm not going back. And then um, I just blocked his number and never heard from him again. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The end. The end. All right, uh, we're going to go. Peace out. We're going to uh, – why did I say peace out? Um, we're going to go. thing to say, man. It's so cool. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Anyways, we'll talk to you guys next time. Ciao. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening.